0: That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.
1: Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IP Vanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at ipvanish.com/slash audio.
2: This episode of Nobody's Listening Podcast is brought to you by drawyouapicture.com, where you can just get about anything drawn for cheap. So check it out over there. See what I've done for other people and see what I can do for you at drawyouapicture.com. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening, episode 78, brought to you the week of September 2nd. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. I'm your host. My name is James, and I'm joined by a very special guest friend of mine. Why don't you introduce yourself, guest friend?
3: Uh, Hello. My name is Steven, and I think I know this guy. His name is, uh, uh, what is his name? Who's he? Uh, 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 James. James, that's his name. Yeah,
2: yeah. Thank you for introducing yeah. me. My name is James, and uh, that's Stephen. Stephen is a good friend of mine, and he is well, he works with me. He's the IT professional over there at uh, at our church, and uh, I owe him much of my technological life. It's true. He's kind of scary. It is, but uh, you know, he fixes all the bugs and. Uh, Gives me USB cables, and uh, probably more than any one human has ever given to any other person. But uh, we're glad you're on the show. He's a listener. I would say, even so far as to say, that recently you've become quite the fanboy. You know, I, I think that's probably, uh,
3: to put it the least, I'm, I'm quite the fan now, my friend.
2: <laughs> he, uh, he's quoting from the show and everything, just like a true fan should. So I, I really appreciate all of that. But uh, let's, uh, we usually start off the show with an opening story since that's kind of what we're about. So let's jump right in. This is from Adam. He says, well, guys, I thought I had the perfect cast moment just last night. Last night was the home opener for high school football. We opened up the game and played sloppy, ended up being tied 14 to 14 at halftime. Anyway, we go to our locker room at halftime. And after our motivational speech, we started to head out. Uh, The order out to the field always goes seniors, juniors, sophomores, then freshmen. As soon as you step out of the locker room, uh, you were supposed to sprint to the side of the field where we gather and then run across the field together. I was getting near the door and getting pumped up a little early. I started running before I got outside the locker room. Turns out that a cement floor and metal cleats don't mix. I fell right on my back. The hard part is... That you have to go through the visiting locker rooms. uh, <laughs> So the visiting team's locker rooms to get to our locker room. So the gentleman using the facilities in there got the pleasure of seeing the opposing players fall on their rear. As well as all my freshman buddies, because I'm a sophomore and they were all behind me. And the coaches. I got up and ran to the edge of the field and we crossed it and continued the game. We ended up losing 21-14, to so that just put a damper on my night altogether. Thanks, guys, for the hilarious stories, uh, Adam. Ouch. <laughs> oh, I, you know, Adam, I, I usually say I don't laugh um, at people. I laugh with them. But I'm laughing at you because you're a football <laughs> player. You're a football player, and we didn't like football players when we were in high school. You guys yeah. used to pick on us. So. Yeah,
3: jerks. <laughs> But I'm sure you're
2: not one of those guys. You're a nice guy. Yeah, I'm sure he is. If he's falling down, he's secretly a geek in wolf's clothing. So, Hey, I should mention our, our show is sponsored today by a couple of listeners. Uh, Daniel S. again just says he's doing his part for the greater good. And Carrillo, thanks for sponsoring the show's guys. I really appreciate it. That's two in a row for both of you. So good job. Uh, it's time for this.
0: Weekly. You shut your
3: mouth. Oh, okay, we can do that. Ah. <clears throat> Update.
2: Time for weekly updates, uh, Steven, If you have one, I'd love for you to go first.
3: Oh man, where to begin? We talk about a crazy <laughs> packed week. No joke. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'll guess. I'll give the obvious one that we both happen to have. Um, how about the where I steal your office? Yeah. Uh, kick you out of it. Um, put my office and the server room out through the entire office complex in the hallways. Yeah. Uh, and uh, have a little bit of drama in between. So. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah some uh, some of my Twitter followers might might realize or re- remember that I have uh I recently mentioned that somebody was stealing my second office and I I did I I used to have two offices one for working like stuff that I was working on and then one uh that I would present myself in I'd have meetings in and stuff and uh you know it, it he took uh, he took one away actually I gave it away and I'm happy to do it so now Steven and I are across the hall or right across a shared uh centralized area Kind of like the dorm room um, on Saved by the Bell, the college years, where they had a common area. That's where our our, my assistant is, but he's over there, and uh, all our stuff, both of our stuff, is spread all the way through the office complex, lining the walls.
3: Yeah, I say we leave it there and see how long it takes him to, you know, pretty much tell us to get it out of there.
2: (laughs) I I think it could happen. So yeah, I posted about it on my on my. blog today actually i took a picture of all of my junk piled to the ceiling in my office it's crazy i feel like uh i don't know if you ever seen that movie idiocracy where just trash is piled up everywhere and people just kind of walk between them like they're mountains and and uh that's what my office feels like right now so thanks steven i'm I'm glad i'm glad to do it though not bitter
3: uh sure 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 anything for the greater cause though right
2: the greater good uh, so yeah, I've got a few actually to, um, the funniest thing that happened to me last week, it was, to, it, I think it was Sunday morning or Wednesday night last week. I think it was Wednesday night. I was doing checkout and, uh, this lady's walking, uh, out of church and she's, uh, she says, bye, uh, Steven. No, not Stephen. I'm sorry. She said, uh, uh, oh, bye Grace. I'll see you later. Grace. Bye bye. And her friend goes, her name's not Grace. It's Nancy. And and the and the lady's so funny. She's like, oh, And I all said it with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. I said it with confidence. Like, <laughs> wow! By grace, I love you, Grace. <laughs> it's not Grace. It's Nancy. <laughs> that's I, awesome. I just thought that was rad because she didn't just get embarrassed. She's like, "Ooh!" I said it with confidence. <laughs> that's that's a kicker. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. Okay, and then um, uh oh. Okay, we were watching Disney and uh my daughter my and and I uh not me and Steven and uh even though we do uh, anyway, she she was watching this Emily Choi girl or something. I don't know. There's just this little girl that's in a segment. And she goes and do, does awesome stuff and stuff that any kid would be jealous that she couldn't do. And they have her in, the, in credits, changed, you know, just showing in different outfits, a cowboy outfit, whatever. And my daughter's naming them off. And the cowboy shows up, she's just cowboy, and then you know some other fireman. You know, she knows that one, and then. She, the little girl's dressed up like a ninja. So it goes like this. She says cowboy, fireman, beat up. So that's what a ninja is, is a beat up. <laughs> that's awesome. She doesn't know what a ninja is, but she knows it's a beat up. Uh the other thing is I I returned to my white trash roots from Georgia this week. Uh I have a weird mutant peach tree that dropped like 1500 peaches on the ground this week and I couldn't mow uh, to save my life. So what I did is I went out there with my family and we picked up two giant boxes full of peaches off the ground. It took a long, long time. Luckily it was a sunny day, but we were under a tree. So it was like built in shade. But then I had all these peaches, these half rotten peaches I had to do something with them. I couldn't wait for trash day. They weighed too much to be picked up anyway. And I thought this might be a great time to litter. How could they call it littering, though, seriously? Because it's biodegradable, right? It's like throwing an apple core out the window, except maybe 1,500 apple cores. But I had to find the right spot. So I put them in the back of my truck in the boxes, very close to the drop-down tailgate in my element, hoping that as I took some weird turn, they would just kind of fall out. (laughs) Uh, Didn't happen, by the way. I, I went touring through my neighborhood. And I got seen by the same neighbor twice with my weird boxes. And I was like, dang it, I've been spotted. I'm going to get in trouble. Nice. So I went down this one road where there's a lot of construction going on. And I'm like, eventually I'm going to find a pile of stuff. And I can dump all these things there. And I kept trying to take weird turns. Well, I looked back, I noticed the back half of my box had slipped open because it had gotten all wet from the rotten peach juice. And so it was like an open area. And every now and then, if I'd speed up just right, I'd see about 10 peaches start rolling down in my rearview mirror. And I was getting a little happy, but I was like, that is far less than 1500. That is like five. And so anyway, long story short, I pulled the side of the road. I grab the box and I pull as hard as I can. And don't you know, the other two panels come off. Peaches start spreading everywhere. I'm trying to hurry, Dad Gummit. I'm trying to hurry because this is a road and people are going to come and see me and they're going to say, What are you doing? And I'm going to have to start singing that Peaches song by the President of the United States. I think that was the band. Millions of Peaches, Peaches uh, got for it. me. Millions of Peaches, Peaches for free. And I dumped all them nasty, rotten Peaches up next to a construction pile. And um, and I got the heck out of the Dodge, man. And uh, I was like, somebody is gonna see my element, and because I have a very unique element, it's not like everybody else's. On the back, on the piece of glass, I have a Buzz Lightyear sticker. It's like you know, like a cutout, like a tribal cutout of Buzz Lightyear. And uh, I was like, somebody's gonna see this, and they're gonna hunt me down. They're gonna be looking for the Peach Bandit, the Peach Dump Bandit so oh,
3: it, people would know your car from any car dude like you see, especially with the big buzz light year uh, sticker in the back yeah I,
2: that's what I was every time
3: I see one I'm like hey that must be James uh, uh, doesn't have a buzz light year sticker
2: no no it, it can't and and uh and it didn't have it didn't reek of peaches so yeah anyway I, I got rid of my peaches it's all good can't believe I talked about it that long but that was scary. You know me. I hate trying to get in trouble. I'm not, I'm not trying to get pulled over. And how stupid would it be to get in trouble for trying to get rid of peaches? But I, I can just imagine the construction workers coming back the next day. And they're like, who dropped off all these peaches, you know? And, and CSI would have absolutely no problem tracking it down. I left tire tracks. You know, I left footprints. People at the scene probably saw the Buzz Lightyear. And then all they'd have to do is match me to a peach tree. And there you've got my house. And so, anyway. And
3: only in Missouri would a CI, CSI team try to hunt someone down for littering peaches.
2: Hey. It, it, You'd be so lucky. Worst things that happened, if they did, they would be the LBB of the Week.
0: One of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no!
2: As it is, though, we have our very own LBB of the Week, as we always do. I'm waiting, Stephen, for the week where I don't run into somebody that deserves this honor. And actually, this week, I would say more than one person deserves it, but we can't really go there, can we, buddy? <laughs>
3: I would like to. I'd like to. I'm sure you would even more than I would. uh,
2: No, no. Forgive and forget (laughs) and uh, all of that. uh, uh,
3: Praise Jesus.
2: Yes. Hallelujah. Okay. So um, this one – me, me and my – I don't know. In, in our area, there is a farmstead. That sounds really weird. I don't even know what the word means. But it means that somebody a long time ago like left a farm to the city and the city built this place up. And it's like free and it's like a giant park but there's animals, like farm animals and stuff. And it's just awesome. It is, it, I, I wasn't looking forward to going but we took my daughter there for – um. what day did we just have? It wasn't Independence Day. Labor Day. Yeah. <laughs> It was awesome. And we took her around and we're doing all this kind of stuff. But I forgot. I forgot how people are. I forgot how moms are with their little precious nuggets when they take them to a fun place. They become, you know, that people get pretty bad when you're at an airport. Because they all of a sudden turn into kindergartners and they're like, me first, me first. I got to get on the plane first, you know, unless there's a seating and then it's like no big deal. But that's the way they were here. It wasn't the kids that were the problem. It was the parents. And I just tried to avoid it. And I tried to model, you know, the way I would want people to treat me and my kids and all this kind of stuff. But okay. So I don't know how else to say this, but there was a baby goat up next to a fence And I'm like, hey, Jenna, look at that baby goat. And this lady's walking up, as we're saying it, with her stroller. And she sees my daughter running toward the baby goat. She speeds up and sticks her stinking baby stroller in front of the goat and blocks off my daughter. Looks at me and says, oh, I'm sorry. And what do you just say by default? Oh, no problem. But then it hit me. You're an LBB. And not only that, to add insult to injury, no offense to people with big behinds, but this woman used it against me. She turned around and blocked me and put that big behind up in the air with her big white pants. And wrong or right, I found myself taking a picture of her rear end with my camera that I had in my hand. Awesome. And my wife was right there. I said, she heard the snap of the camera, my wife did, and she smiled. And I'm like... (laughs) There we go. I'm like, I'm going to have to really struggle not to post this on the internet because I'm like, you, you, she popped that thing out and turned around and blocked us completely off. And I was like, you know what? You go ahead and enjoy that goat because now you're the LBB of the week. And that made me feel better. Plus, I had a picture of her giant butt in my camera. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a heck of a recap song. I wish we still did them.
3: Yeah, me too. I miss those.
2: Anyway, I wanted to mention all of the uh, people in the chat room tonight. We are on, um, what do we call it, ustream.com tonight. And I see uh, Blued, Bluediff Note. I see Shilly Jean and Concert Pianist and Delarco and Electric DC and Lauren and uh, Mike James was in here earlier. Uh, Sammy Cracker, Indigo, Ludish, Rush Rush. And a whole bunch of other people that I can't uh, I can't uh, I, I can't pronounce your names, I'm sorry. So if you'd like to join us, we record as many times as we can on Tuesday nights at 9.30 on Ustream. You can go to nlcast.com and you'll see a little video window. You can click right on there and join us. It'd be awesome. And uh, just for the record, Sammy X cracker is a white boy, and he is so very, very white. Let me read an email real quick. Hey, we went to Target today. That's me and my three children, four, almost three, and one. We went to spend my daughter's gift card from my brother. We didn't, we didn't find what we were looking for. We were looking for an Elmo doll that was not tickleable. Uh, so we picked up some hair accessories and a few other small things. Total of three bucks. As we were checking out, the cashier asked if I wanted to put some money on the gift card I had handed her. I said no, that it was for the items to pay for them, not to, you know, get more money on the card. Duh. Turns out my brother never activated the card, never put any money on it. Or if he thinks he did, the cashier wasn't paying attention and never did it. It was blank and unactivated. I'm sure it will be funny later. Uh, at least I didn't try, uh to buy a whole bunch of stuff on it. Thanks for the show, Michelle. Boy, have you ever had that happen where your card is just rejected for no obvious reason at all?
3: Yeah, but usually it's because, well, I didn't have any money.
2: Oh, wow. I've been, (laughs) it's okay. I've been rejected before and it's because my card has some kind of wicked, weird, um, hit and miss type of security thing. So, you know, like I went and bought an iPod one time, And uh, about three years ago or whatever it was. And then the next day I couldn't buy anything. Now they didn't stop me from buying the iPod, but apparently that triggered some sort of defense mechanism in the central brain of the computer system that runs my card. And all of a sudden I couldn't buy a happy meal the next day. It's really weird. And that's happened more than once.
3: Oh, that always hits me around Christmas. You know, you go out and you get all your Christmas items in one day. Yeah. You go to buy something later on that day or the next day. And all of a sudden, You're declined, but you know you have money in there.
2: See, that's why we need Google to go ahead and just take over the world because they would have built some sort of algorithm that knows it's the holidays and they would know all your stuff because you clicked on everything and you bought it legitimately. Yeah, Google, you're the Antichrist, but we still accept you. We do.
3: Speaking of which. Yeah. uh, There's a little update. How about uh, Google's new browser?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the C- Google Chrome people. I've I've downloaded. I played with it a little bit. I'm really excited with it. I understand it's a beta, and there's not you know a lot of plugins or any toolbars or anything yet. But I definitely like the stability. I like. It seems very light in my computer. It feels like it's built of uh, Yahoo's tears.
3: Yahoo's tears.
2: Yeah. They wish they could be Google. They were, you. they were Google for a few years ago, and now they're not. So, yeah, it's really fast. Yeah. It's really stable. Um, and and yes, Chili Gene, I'm Google crazy. I'm Tom Cruise Google crazy. I'm a total Google fanboy, and so is uh, so is my friend Steven.
3: That, I am. that
2: we, I am. We use Google apps at our work, and yeah. we we drink it. the Kool Aid. We trained everybody how to switch over from Outlook. So yes. We do accept your your taunting. Here, uh, it's ta- it's, Actually, uh, we were talking about Google Chrome, but it belongs in this section. News! Yeah, Google Chrome. Brand new browser. If you haven't heard about it, check it out. Download it. Try it out. It is new. I don't know that I would call it a Firefox replacement yet, but uh, I love it. Did you grab a tab and move it around at all, Stephen?
3: Uh, no. Let when, me try that now.
2: Do it. It's animated. It's, it's like a flowing thing and then, and then drag that tab off somewhere.
3: Yeah, that's cool.
2: Oh, so cool.
3: (laughs) Oh, see, now that just sold me because I've been sitting here all day like, you know, this is okay. You know, it's very quick, which is very nice. But it's really
2: lightweight. A
3: little bit of eye candy like that. Just, it just does it for me. That's nice.
2: So try it out people. Um, uh news uh save the dave fund guys i forgot to mention it last week but we're trying to get some money together to send david to ireland and um and 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 he's he's really uh he's really down and out right now he's had to spend a lot of money to get his uh stuff uh for um his work permit and he's you know sending money over there for his daughter and stuff like that and i don't want to get too personal but i'll say it would really encourage him if we could buy him a plane ticket to get there when it's time to go so uh, Save the Day Fund, you can you can give online at NLCast.com. Click on the Save the Day Fund, check out. We've, we've made $200. We've raised $200 so far from, um, from our online sponsors, from people that have given. Uh, I'd like to read, actually, some of those folks that have done that. So let me pull those up real quick. I'm looking at Thomas. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Carrillo uh, from the Forums. I'm looking at, uh, let me see here, Nicole, thank you so much for giving. I'm looking at B. Frank, also known as, uh, she doesn't have her name in here, so B. Frank, thank you so much. Uh, or B. Frantic, I think is is what she told me was. Roller coaster Dude, Itty Bitty, and uh, C.D. Peel, thank you so much for your gifts, for helping David get to Ireland. I really, really appreciate that that, and I know he does too. So if you're interested in giving... Getting us up to $500, which is our goal. $300 more to go. Get on NLCast.com. check it out. We're still raising, uh, f- uh, not raising, we're trying to get uh, stories and stuff together for our theme show with rats, mice, rodents, and stuff. So send in your stories having to do with any kind of scary, creepy, small critter, and we'll try to put it on the show. And uh, la 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 la, sponsor a show, and you'll get a sticker. For free, we have stickers we want to give away. You can sponsor a show at endocast.com and don't forget drawyouapicture.com. I mentioned that at the top of the show, and we'd love to do something for you if we could. I will mention also that we will not be having a show next week. I'm going on vacation to Disney. Some people might recall that a year ago, my Disney episode or my Disney um, trip produced a pretty cool episode when I got back. I'm really looking forward to Twittering all through the week updates on my twitter but then uh coming back and recapping all the good stuff and the bad stuff and the weird stuff on another disney episode uh when we get back so there will be no geek loves nerd and no nl cast uh next week so just be sad okay hey um let's do this and then we'll do our featured story last week we played a the following voicemail from joseph
4: hey guys um what's up this is joseph again Um, Blue Death Note on the forums. Um, So, I have a story here, and obviously, like I'm supposed to do, I will tell it to you. Um, So, basically, one day I'm watching TV, and I noticed that we've had a plant in the house growing for maybe about a year now. And I noticed that, like, wow, that plant has gotten bigger, like plants are supposed to do. And, um, so as I'm, like, noticing it, and I'm, like, amazed by the growth of this plant for the past year, I'm walking, and all of a sudden, ow, I I get a big ow. I just, like, I didn't hear it. I made the ow, so, yeah. Um, okay, um, so, crap. (laughs) I just forgot my story.
2: Okay, so it still was funny as it was last week. The, he, Joseph heard it on the show. He felt like he needed to have his day in the sun. He called back. Here's what he what he sent in.
4: Hey James, and un um, unimportant or maybe important guest host. Wow, this is um, Roses, um blue deaf on the forums. Um, I'd like okay. to share um, a story about one time I was riding my bike. So I was riding my bike with a bunch of my friends. I was be about eight or nine, and I'm one of the kids who are really a daredevil. And I was doing cool tricks and all these kind of things. And everybody was like, "Yeah, look at Joseph. He's the coolest kid, whatever, because he's doing cool tricks." So I'm loving this. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm cool." So I, I, um, I knew how to ride my bike without handlebars um no reference to the song and um so i threw um the little um rock on signs at, at the three fingers you know the thumb indexing finger, pinky and um at the time i didn't know what it meant i was just like oh wow people throw these up when they're cool so i'm just gonna throw it up so i threw it up and i'm like yeah i'm cool and i'm just driving and then i noticed i see a car this car is backing out of the driveway where I live, and boom, I hit the very back end of it, and like, I just fall oh. on top of the bumper, not on the bumper, on the trunk, and roll off. Oh. So, I thought I'd just share that with you, and I pretty much just crawled to my house because everybody else is laughing at me, so I cried. It's pretty embarrassing. So, I'd just share it with you guys. Bye.
2: So, yeah, anyway that was it I guess i uh I thought he was gonna retell us the story uh, about the plant
3: uh, I I, hear, I heard no plantage
2: yeah I'm a little upset with you Steve i I, I thought I heard one <laughs> earlier on this week maybe I'm crazy maybe I'm just lost my mind but I could have sworn that he called in about that boy I'm really really upset about that but anyway whatever it's joseph call in and tell me about your plant or tell me where I can find the voicemail you sent in we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to tell our featured story uh so see you then
3: are you thinking what i am thinking good
1: that means we'll both be listening to nobody's listening podcast every
3: week
2: okay hey welcome back we're back i'm glad we're back and uh we got a little bit of this to do first before the featured story who me (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, it's time for some middle school drama, and boy do we have some. We have some by way of a guy that sent some in purposefully to be the middle school drama. Unfortunately, he did not send in to be, uh, he sent in his story to be the middle school drama, but actually his writing became the drama. Um, I get really great stories a lot of times, and what really makes them great is not know so much the story, but the fact that people tell them well. And uh, some of them that I get really are so poorly written that you can't even – whatever comedic value they would have had is completely lost in this flurry of run-on sentences and all this stuff. Now, I'm far from a grammar Nazi, people. I am not a grammar Nazi. But uh, if I can't read your stuff at all, I'm not going to read it on the show for sure except for this one time because I want to give you an example. I'm going to read what this kid sent me. Uh, Word for word, as close as I can to the way it comes across because of no grammar. Okay? So here it is. Hage James and hopefully David, I have a great story for middle school drama. Okay, I know you probably aren't going to believe this, but oot is the honest to God truth. Okay. My friend and I were camping in the new river and we were floating down the river when we went into this little encasement of trees. So all sorts of things wash in there. And we saw a watermelon being teenage boys that we decided to smash it in the same place we were (laughs) and threw it on and busted in half. And we lost one half and it flew down the river. And the other half, we stuck on a tree branch there. The next thing we know, a woman comes out in the bank. There's no, there's no periods. Okay. I have to breathe though. Out of the bank and says, what are you doing? And we just say smashing a watermelon. She says it was ours and it was cooling and there's this big cooler right in front of us and she thought we were dumb. Anyway, that's my story. Thanks. <laughs> wow. Not a bad story, to be honest. I would have loved I to have told. I, I,
3: I couldn't follow it, though. With
2: the no. Street, no pause. Okay, so I email him and I'm like, please put punctuation in this. He writes back, I did. I can't find it. So I write back because I don't see a story. And after I respond, I noticed that he didn't cut and paste it into a new email. He edited it further down the page, and he didn't even do it right, bless his heart. And my name, notice I said James, because my name is lowercase and has two J's in front. (laughs) So here's my thing, people, middle schoolers and everybody else. uh, If you expect me, because here's the thing, he writes back, why does it need to be punctuated properly anyway? And he didn't even spell it all right or whatever. And I'm like, or why, why is it important to you? And I wrote back, it's important to the entire world. My friend, if you want me to take your story seriously, do me a favor and take it seriously yourself enough to write it out properly. Um, you know, you've heard me in past story shows say, I love getting stories from adults. And and it's not just because they have great stories. I know there's a lot of high school and middle school kids that have great stories too. But you got to write them properly, okay? Um, it's not that I won't read them if they're not perfect. I'm not sitting there spell checking your stuff. But if you can't put it into at least sentences and paragraphs, at least that. Uh, otherwise, it's just a wall of words. It's just it's ridiculous. I can't read it. And on and on and on. So yeah, middle schoolers, uh, middle school drama this week is uh is the fact that half of them probably can't. I just don't know what we're going through in this world where people can't write anymore. Is it text messaging, and is it emails that are ruining people? I don't know. Let me stop. Featured Story. Okay, so Featured Story is this. I want to tell the story. I've referenced it a couple times of the worst birthday ever. It goes a little something like this. I lived in Uli, Florida. I lived in three trailers, people. Three. Actually, I guess just two, but one of them was a double-wide, and the other one I've mentioned before was a single-wide that they had bought. They just stuck it together and cut holes where they joined together. If there was a door, they cut a hole through the wall in the next one. It leaked like a madman, and I had a room in the very back corner of the nasty trailer, the third one, the se- the one by itself. Uh, if you need more information on that, look up on... Uh, Gosh, the electrocution show. We talk about it in length, about trying to keep that thing from leaking. I mention it all because I wasn't allowed in these three trailers, and it was my birthday. I was forced and yelled at to stay outside, and I was put to work, and I was told to do chores, and I was supposed to clean up uh, the area, picking up pine straw and pine cones and all kinds of horrible Horrible things. And all I remember about that day is that everybody was inside and I was outside and I didn't know why. Now, as an adult, I ask myself, why didn't I get it? Why didn't I realize what was going on inside on my birthday? I don't know. I didn't, though. I didn't get it because no one gave me even the slightest ounce of a clue from the moment I woke up that they recognized that it was my birthday. I can't completely take the blame myself because when I woke up in a normal family, you would hear, oh, happy birthday, James, and you'd get a hug and a kiss. This morning, I got woke up and sent promptly outside to do chores, just get out there. And a couple of times I'd try to come in because everybody was inside. My sisters were inside. My stepdad was inside. My mom was inside. My brothers were inside and I wanted to be inside too. It was my birthday. I needed some love. And as soon as I'd get to the door, the door would swing open before I could get there. And I'd be yelled at to leave, not with giggles, but with, hey, you get out of here. And so it was terrible. It was terrifying. It was horrifying. And it was horrible. And um, ah, gosh, and then suddenly, um, you know, at one point the doors open and they're like, come it, James, get out of there. James, same, same tone, horrible tone. And I come in through the back door and all of a sudden there's balloons and birthday cake and presents and my family and they're singing happy birthday to me. And I don't know. It was just a little too much. It's a little too much because at one point I'm thinking they hate me. They've forgotten my birthday. Nobody loves me. And then all of a sudden it's supposed to be happy, happy, joy, joy, Willy Wonka Just showed up at the door with a lifetime supply of candy. It was too much, too much of a shift to go through. And I'm going to tell you to this day, I hate surprises.
3: (laughs) How old were you,
2: James? I had to have been 10 at least.
3: (laughs) Here's the next question. Have you ever, I don't know, got, you know, professional help to deal with some of these issues that you had when you were a child?
2: I just, I I don't know. No, I haven't. <laughs> I just hate surprises. I hate them with a passion. I hate the birthday song. I don't ever want anyone to ever sing it to me again. Uh, speaking of which, <laughs> to tag on to the end of this, some people heard me mention my birthday was pretty rough. And it was, uh, but not for the reasons you might think. We were at a Red Robin. And unfortunately, somebody accidentally must have told the servers that it was my birthday. And every server in the place came out to my table and I turn around and they hand me two balloons and I know what they're about to do. And and it's the possible it couldn't possibly be the worst thing in the world to do to me is to have people come and sing happy birthday to me to me. They're lucky I didn't just get up and walk away. But as soon as the lady handed me the balloons, I let them go. <laughs> and we were outside and they just floated up through the through the porch and just kept going. And the lady's like, you just littered. <laughs> that's a reply to you letting go of the balloons yeah like littered. like i just punched santa claus you know you just littered and i'm thinking you know wow. you littered when you handed them to me it's what you did <laughs> but then there's four, 14 people back there singing some weird jacked up happy birthday song you know that they all make up their own and none of them wanted to do yeah, none it none of them want to do it no oh. Oh, no. And then they walked away as quick as they could. And I'm like, yeah, thanks for the legitimacy. Then, and, and that's the whole thing. I hate it because it's not legitimate. I hate it because it's it's attention. And I hate it because of the best birthday ever. Nice. So there you go. Here's your story, folks. There's your, here's your funny life story for this week.
3: And understanding of you and birthdays now. Yeah. So a little bit of enlightenment there. Yeah. So pretty much, uh, I, I always have to surprise you for every birthday Dude. and make sure that we give you lots of balloons and attention.
2: And have and yeah, spotlights. just have the have the entire population of Kansas City come and sing happy birthday to me. All right, I'm on that. And uh, and I will hate you forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a sick and twisted guy. David and I used to talk about the stories that we couldn't tell anybody, and we're kind of running out of all the good ones, so we're having to go for the nobody's laughing stories. That's the one we're to talk. <laughs> That's what we want to call these, the nobody's laughing story. You know, like the best Christmas ever episode, a lot of people enjoyed that. But I had a lot more people going, dang, I feel sorry for you now. And I'm like, don't, (laughs) don't. You know, it's these things that made me who I am. And, And if there's a moral to this story, this is it. I mean, I'm focused on the negative of it and all that kind of stuff. But you know what it's done? If I can just get serious on my own show for a minute, it has made me the best dad you've ever seen because I know the right way to do a surprise. How do you do a surprise, people? Let me tell you. What you do is you, thank, you 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 hug your kid and you say, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, awesome, awesome. You know what we're gonna do today? We're gonna go out and we're gonna have some fun. And then you take them out and you have some fun. And then when they get home, Oh my gosh, they opened the door, there's all their friends and there's a party and they didn't even know this was coming and so it was really really good and then when they opened the door it got really really great. You don't take them on some emotional roller coaster of hi, we hate you and we forgot it's your birthday and then the next second, hallelujah hallelujah i mean dear Dude, lord that's
3: damaging to a child it did
2: it did it warped me almost as bad as watching indiana jones uh, and uh the temple of doom did.
3: <laughs> and that was pretty
2: bad yeah that one was really freaky oh so yeah there you go folks there you go middle schoolers when you grow up it made me a good dad because I know how to do surprises. I know how not to do my kid. And, you know, when my daughter wakes up on her birthday, it's the best thing in the world. And when she wakes up on Christmas, I, last year I took lights, uh, uh, extra Christmas lights, and I started on her doorknob. And I ran the lights all the way down the stairs and all the way around and all the way to the Christmas tree. So she, when she got up that morning, she followed this magical row of lights all the way to the tree. Will you be my daddy? Uh, Dude, I'm telling you, here's another thing it did. Uh, And This is so untypical of our show, but you know what, dadgummit, I'm good with this. Uh, Every day when I make her lunch, I don't make her lunch every day, but every time that I do, um, I cut the sandwiches in, in really cool shapes. And I'm actually thinking about trying to put some of them out on the website because I've accidentally made some pretty cool stuff. Um, you know, some of the more basic stuff is just cutting them into tiny little squares and then decorating them with Oreos or and, and not Oreos, uh, Cheerios and just different stuff with toothpicks or whatever. But this past week I had uh, sandwiches that I cut up and then I had strawberries and I don't know how to explain it. So I'll just tell you, I made a dolphin.
3: It, Dude, that had to take some pretty precise no, cutting.
2: No, it didn't. That's the thing. I just started cutting, and I'm like, you know what? Whatever it's going to be, it'll just happen. And the body was just little squares, just little squares. I didn't cut cut it in any particular shape. But with the strawberries, I, I now that I've said this, I'm going to have to put this up on the web. But I accidentally cut this thing up, and it, and it looked like a dolphin head. And so I made fins, and I made a tail out of strawberries. And my daughter, she just... She freaks out every time I make her lunch. You're making a special? That's what she'll call it. (laughs) And I'm like, and she never knows what it's going to be, but I always make her a special. That's awesome. And Jen's like, how am I supposed to compete with that? You know, and I'm like, you're not. This is one of the only cool things I can do. So let me do it. So, yeah, the moral of the story is take your crap, people, and turn it into something good, turn it around. Learn from your mistakes. You know, I I don't know. I always heard that, um, you know, you you get two chances of having a great life and a great family. The first time you didn't get any choice in who your family was going to be. But the second time around, you got every choice in the world. So choose well, people. Choose well. Take your time and find that right person. Dadgum, I've gone to preaching for the first time on my show. Let's move on. Let's do some of this e and v mail thank you for calling that's what happens when you do a podcast when you're in a weird mood uh let's see here we go here's my story we lived in toronto ontario but never spent the summers in toronto we stayed at a camp all summer we would leave toronto on the day school got out for the summer and we would return labor day weekend one occasion we were playing hide and seek and my youngest brother we will name him lucy uh well, we hit we hit him in a dryer. Not just any dryer, but a very old dryer. Just to give you an idea how old it was, it was only a dime to run it. Wow. Well, beginning being siblings as we were, we started in with him. We started it with him in it. We left it on for a little while until it started to smoke. <laughs> That's not good. We went and we took him out, and he was a little fluffy, <laughs> a little on the fluffy side, but not too bad. Uh, he, he did take a bounce sheet in with him. (laughs) Oh, well, good. So he had an April fresh scent. Uh, We took him out and ran for our lives. We didn't want to get caught for that one. The next day we went by the laundromat just to see if it was okay in there. And, uh, there was an out of order sign on the dryer. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So that's from Deborah. Deborah, I just, you know, you better be glad you put that dryer sheet in because you'd hate, you know, for the static cling, a sock stuck to his face or something like that. That would be terrible. Uh, hey guys, this is Sean. Just a note I'm not, I am a girl, not a boy. Well, I didn't name you. Don't yell at me. Okay. If you have um, any voicemails to give, any comments, stories you want to tell, call them in at 816 298 0823. You can email us at nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Make sure you visit us online at nlcast.com. Leave an iTunes review. Tell a friend. Thanks to all our sponsors, contributors, and everyone who listens to Nobody's Listening. (laughs) Tired today, dude. You just need a hug. I need to sleep.